Welcome to Bad Rolls, Worst Decisions, a Dungeons & Dragons live play podcast. I am Bree Smith, the Dungeon Master for the current campaign, Ascension, and each week I am joined virtually by my amazing friends and cast of characters. Aaron Wainwright as the adorable yet completely terrifying gnome sorcerer, Debbie Rivenstone, John Wainwright as the axe-wielding Goliath Barbarian and dog's best friend, Argrath Stone Smasher, Josie Kipe as Seminari, a Kalistar druid who enjoys the open sea, a bright sky, and a fashionable cape. And Amanda Lucas as Nimue, an Asimar ranger with a great sense of humor and a taste for competition. Together, they fight back the darkness that threatens their world, while growing toward their divine destiny. This podcast may contain swearing, violence, and general rowdiness that may not be appropriate for children. Listener discretion is advised. And call fate's bluff. Bad rolls, worst decisions. Sometimes you have to guess and see. Bad rolls, worst decisions. Good thing we're so lucky. Bad rolls, worst decisions. No one's died so far. Bad rolls, worst decisions. We've got a nice low bar. In the previous game, you guys were deep in the mountain while in search of the source of the earthquakes that had been shaking dormant. And during that, during that time, you encountered a group of frog folk and their huge frog hemoth. Very quickly, the frog folk realized that you wielded a lot more power than they were expecting and tried to flee the scene by diving into the pond. But obviously, you guys had your hands full with the frog hemoth. And even in their retreat, uh, a couple of them ended up getting picked off by, I do believe, Nimue and Sam. The main fight, however, was against the Frog Hemoth, uh, and you all managed to take it down, but not before Argrath was treated like a little midnight snack. But because Argrath does not like to be eaten, he gave him a little indigestion with his axe, <laughs> causing him to be vomited up all over the cave floor and of course then you took took him down after the fight uh, you all managed to have a not so peaceful sleep between creepy crawlies and earthquakes but eventually you continued on your journey the next morning and got deeper and deeper into the mountains about a day and a half later you entered a large cavern where part of the ceiling had fallen in giving you fresh air and sunshine which was much needed at the time nimway using her cape of flying managed to go up and determine that a lot of the above ground area had been covered with snow due to avalanches. So you knew that the path up top was not maybe as safe as it was currently down in the cave. In the cavern, though, Sam, doing a little investigation, realized that some of the, though worn, but some of the features in the cavern looked man-made. So she found what looked like the remainders of an altar of some sort. And alerting the rest of you, Argreth came over and actually identified characters that were of the giant language. And you guessed that it might have been some sort of a shrine to Amaranth in this 
uh, in the space, but most of it had been worn due to weathering, time, etc. But that made you curious enough to go deeper. So using stone shape, uh, you found and what looked like to be a doorway and Sam made a nice little hole for you guys to get through. So now you have found yourself in an ancient stronghold of the now extinct giants. What's more curious is that the parts that have remained close to the elements are completely pristine. Everything's still in, still in its place. The bed was even made in the guest room where you've all taken shelter. But that is a mystery for the morning. Right now, you've all piled into the Argrath-sized bed and are taking comfort that there is a heavy stone door between you and the rest of the mountain. Argrath, as you slip off the bed so the women can stay comfortable, you curl up with shadow on the floor and easily fall asleep. You wake up with a knock on the door. You're unsure of the time, but as you stir, you realize that you're completely alone in this room. Wait. Where's, where's Shadow? And Wait, and the others? Okay, think, think, think. How much did I drink? How much did I drink? I didn't drink. That's what's wrong. Hello? Man, no one can open that door in this place. I'll go open to the door and I'll push it open. Okay. So you open the door... And standing there is a human male, tallish, scraggly brown hair, wearing a very simple tunic. He's carrying a tray of food, and you immediately get hit with a sense of cooked fat and pork and delicious meats as he's holding this tray. Amaranth's Uh, blessings upon you. and, And you. Is this, did my friends order this for me? No, sir, this is this is just for you. And as he's talking, you cringe instinctively because his the the human accent in a giant tongue is really awful. Oh. We can we can speak common. You know, you 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 don't you know, let's speak common. Oh, very well, sir. Very well. Yeah, I speak a lot of languages. I'm pretty clever, so Lord Helos of the Frostpeak clan, first of his name, son of Muntar, chosen of Amaranth and slayer of demons, has requested your presence. What? What? Do, do, okay, I, I got questions. First of one, course, sir. do I eat this first or do I eat it on the way? It's up to you, sir. Okay. Second one, I need you to repeat everything you just said about who they are them being a champion and first of the name, clan name, like just everything over again. Absolutely, sir. Lord Kilos of okay. the Frost of the Frost Peak clan. Yeah. First of his name, son of Muntar. It's a lot of titles. Chosen of Amaranth and Slayer of Demons. So, son of Muntar? Muntar. Muntar. Yeah, good old Muntar. Can I roll a history check? Have I ever heard any of these names before? Sure. All right. Come on. Plus one modifier. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a 19 on the die. So dirty 20. Nice. You recognize 
the, the term Kilos. In some of the stories that you've heard of giants have passed, the name has come, you know, if, if a name is told at all, it's always the hero Lord Kilos, the ruler of the giants. Oh. All right. Well, this is weird, but, you know, I've met gods in dreams, so I guess, you know, it's kind of not that weird. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll eat on the way. We can go. Is my axe here? No. Oh, that's embarrassing. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't... Sh- hey. Sorry, what's your name again? I don't have a name, sir. Okay. I'm going to call you Shadow 2. Shadow 2, Do is it like insulting if I show up without a weapon? Of course not, sir. Oh, okay. Just got to check. You know, like every... Everyone has their own customs and things like that. So I just want to make sure we were, we're good. Again, starts just stuffing food in my mouth. We, or you can go. As you start eating, the food just ha- just tastes like more flavorful. You can smell the smokiness of, you know, oh. the cooked meat. And it almost like that's the main... The, really, at that, at the, as you're eating, it's the only thing that you can really sense is the flavor and the smell so every other like kind of your like you can still see but like the sounds kind of dim everything else kind of dims and you're just engulfed in the sense of the food wow shadow two did you make this Uh, no sir you did i made this but i was going to ask you for the recipe so you see that where this is kind of an issue when did i make this i i don't know sir okay well, I don't know either, so I guess we're kind of on the same footing for that. Yeah, let's let's lead the way here. So he he gestures for you to follow him, and as you walk out of the room, you take like a quick glance, and you see down to your right the hallway and the stairs that you came from, and then when you kind of glance to the left, where last night there was rubble, you see the continuation of the hallway, and you can see other doors lining the hall, and then at the end it it just ends. And he starts to head down, going down the stairs, and everything is lit up, so there's torches on the wall that are keeping the hallway nice and bright. As he gets to the steps, you can see that he gets down on his butt and then slides himself off to the next stair and then gets down on his butt and slides himself onto the next stair because the stairs are so tall. Do you want a lift? Like, I could probably just pick you up and He's like, place you oh. on the stair. No, sir. I'm I'm used to it. Just saying. I think it could be easier. All right. I'll just, like, let him get a few stairs ahead. Like, I'm literally just standing there eating. Just like, all right, all right, now I can catch up a bit. Yeah. So as you hop down, you're like, it's still tall for you, but you're just doing, like, a little, like, tiny leap to go from step to step. Yeah. And he's, so you get to the bottom of the stairs, and he turns, and he starts taking you down the hallway that you came through last night. And you see again that large statue of the warrior king with his little crown and well I guess it's not so little do I have my crown you do and as he as he gets to the statue he abruptly turns again to the right and you see him once again doing his little like getting down and then sliding off and getting down and sliding off as he takes you down another set of stairs I'll watch him side of myself a little bit alright and follow after him I'll 
I'm probably done my meal at this point, so I'll kind of like look for like a place where I can just kind of leave the plate. I'm not dumb enough to leave it at the base of the statue because I think that could get me in some <laughs> trouble, but like in a corner somewhere. Yeah. So you like as you get down to like the the platform before the st- the stairs kind of like turn the corner, you just like put it down in the corner of the yeah. little landing there. Uh, and you continue down the stairs. But doesn't take you too long. A little bit longer because again you're watching this tallish human <laughs> tall for a human i guess um trying to you know make his way down these steps but eventually you turn the corner and you see in front of you this vast open space there are six columns three flanking on either side and there is a beautiful carved floor in like just like a simple pattern there are braziers lit up between each of the columns keeping the space nice and warm and nice and bright but the thing that catches your eye the most is the door in front of you the door has carvings delicate detailed carvings the first one is of the warrior king standing holding his axe his kind of torso looming over a mountain ridge and the three suns of Amaranth shining upon him. On the other is the same king, but in profile, wielding an axe, looking like it's about to swing while holding some sort of a creature that you've never seen before in his hand and about to like, looks like it's about to swing and cut off its head. And it's, this door, from where what you're guessing, is probably close to 60 feet tall. It's this huge doorway. And then you realize that that must be the entryway. So the, this must be the beginning of whatever stronghold this is. You think for a second, you're like, Duffy called this something specific in her house. Is it a foyer, foyer, something like that? Hey, this is, this is, this is a foe, right? Like, this is foe. This spot? It's it's a foyer, sir, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, so beyond those doors is the is the mountain. I'm the mountain, but I, I assume you mean like the outside mountain, I gotcha. Correct. Yeah, yeah. The actual mountain. Again. Literal. Literal. There, <laughs> that works, that works. <laughs> All right, well, let's go. Let's not keep uh, the Lord waiting. He turns to the left, and he starts to kind of go back back to the other side of the stairs, so adjacent to the stairs, and there is a archway that no door is just a nice open archway, and he starts to walk toward it. And as you approach, you can kind of see through the door the beginnings of a long, giant-sized wooden table and a couple of benches. As you get further and start to actually cross the threshold, you see that table's twin on the other side of the space. And between the two is a row of curiously small human-sized tables. And it looks a little bit comedic to have these little tiny tables in between these two big tables. But at the front, at his own table, you see a giant standing there, or sitting there. You take in the color of his skin, just slightly brighter blue than yours, bald head, Beard, white as snow, cascading down into two braids down his chest. You see a, what you're guessing is a cape of fur coming off his shoulders, but other than that, his chest is bare. 
and he reaches out his hand and then gestures for you to to move forward. And even though he looks somewhat normal in size, you actually realize as you start walking forward that he was actually quite a distance away. And it takes you a little bit of time to get up to the front of the room. And as you are staring up at this man at his table, he says to you, Argrath Stone Smasher of the Shiver Shade Clan, first of his name, son of Craw Rock, champion of Amaranth, and slayer of demons. Welcome to my home. Happy to be here. Thanks, thanks for breakfast. You're welcome. Where, where, where are my, where are my dog and my friends? They are still on the material plane. Oh, okay. Wait. Where, where am I? You are on a plane that's similar to the ethereal plane. Now, I know what ethereal plane means, but and I'll point to wherever Shadow Two is. I don't think he actually, knows. as you go as you go to point, he's not there. He's gone. Oh. Okay. I look for like someone else I can accuse of not knowing real quick. Nobody. It's completely. It's just you and the king. Your lordship, I, I don't know what that means. To put it plainly, I'm a ghost. Oh, that's cool. And like Argrath starts looking for something that he could probably use as a to defend himself if he gets attacked by a ghost. <laughs> you start analyzing, you're like, that that table leg looks like it could come off pretty easily if I if you needed to, or that yeah. chair leg. No. So I'll take like a step or two closer. So is this like a, you're mad that I'm champion now and you're using ghost powers to attack me thing? No. Oh. I am here to to tell you a story. Oh, I like stories. As I tell it, feel free to ask questions. Yeah, I'm really good at interrupting. You can ask Dovey. Perfect. The giants were the first of Amaranth's creations. We were the first guardians of Amari, protectors of the small ones. When the giants were created, Azar sat next to his sister in the heavens. They were co-creators, brother and sister together. One ruled the day and one ruled the night. And at that time, there was also one son. She and her brother took to creating things for their own kingdoms. So Amaranth created the trees and the flowers and the animals that lived during the day. But then Azar created things that lived underground, lived in the dark, fungus, fish, rats, all of those animals that thrive a little bit more in the darkness. But they were balanced. There was balance in the world. And then Amaranth decided her land needed guardians, so she created us. We are the frost giants of Amari. So frost giants were the first giants? We were. All right, I'm good. Thanks. But of course, Azar was jealous. Because before this, most of the things that they created did not have complex minds. So he wanted some of his own. So he created his own giants. 
giants that lived in the darkness, that thrived in the dark. But where he gave them minds that thought and could plan, he didn't give them a heart. So there was no fear, no compassion, no kindness, and they were ruthless. They were our enemies. And at that time, that's when Amaranth was also trying to create the small ones, the elves, the gnomes, the dwarves, the humans. But Azar's giants just rampaged and tore down their towns and killed them. And even though Amaranth pleaded with her brother, he refused. He refused to change them. He loved them the way that they were. He laughed and reveled in the chaos. So we were sent to protect the small ones. And for hundreds of years, we managed to keep them at bay. But then Azar got greedy and he started to create more monsters, more things without the compassion and kindness. And the world was in chaos. Everything that Amaranth created, Azar tore down. So came the first war. Brother against sister, God against God, light against dark. I also recall that at the time, that's when she decided to give magic to one of the small dwarf, I think. To help oh, I know him. I saw his ghost. Oh. Yeah, that he is... gave me a bunch of money. Oh. And a sword. Unfortunately, I don't don't have the ability to gift you that here. Oh, uh, no, it, it, it's not a contest. It's it's cool. <laughs> I when you're done your story, I I we should talk about ghost axes though. He's like, "Oh, ghost axe." Yeah, I got blueprints. About, we'll, <laughs> we'll do it later. It's okay. I I really want to hear the story. It's it's cool. I'm intrigued. I'm yeah. Intrigued by this. It's a great idea. Okay. Generally, generally weapons our weapons do not work here. Ghost axe. Ghost axe. Oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm getting. Dovey says I'm not really great at staying focused on one thing, so we should we should we should finish this this first. I'm sorry. It is a it's a long story, but it is one you need to know. Oh, I I hold up like one of my notebooks. I'm I'm taking notes. Perfect. Yeah. And you kind of like you see him kind of go up, and he's like, "Are you writing?" it in giant or do you write it in the common tongue it's in giant because my friends aren't here sometimes i gotta do common when they're here mm. and i'll also point out like i have a picture of him at the table and stuff i also like drawings because like, it helps helps me remember better than just the words it's, that is a good skill to have whether or not it stays is the question oh oh like what you write in ghost world doesn't come to you call material world. We'll see. Oh. Maybe if we meet again one day, you can let me know. Sure. Yeah. And we'll talk more about the ghost accent. Absolutely. Yes. I can have people on our side working on it. Maybe. Oh, this is so cool. It's like, where was I? One of the little ones, dwarf guy, got magic. Right. Yeah, so he helped 
He helped on the ground. He helped keep the the army of Azar at bay with his power, but he is just one, and he was so small. So he did what he could, but I do believe he died, which makes sense because you saw his ghost. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. But eventually, Amaranth overpowered her brother, and he was exiled to his own plane, prison of sorts. And that is when Amaranth split herself into three. Three sons, never letting the darkness through, always an eye on her world. Oh, that's really cool. I just thought there were three sons. She couldn't allow even a hint of darkness, because that would give her brother a path to come back. Before he was exiled, many of the giants died. So there was only a few of us left after the war. And that's when we decided to create the Frost Peak clan. And we moved here. We created this stronghold as a place to keep ourselves away from the small ones. We were cumbersome and too large for the world that they were creating. Our towns were so small to us. So we decided to create a place of our own where we could live in comfort. And for a while, it worked. We lived in peace with the small ones. We had some of them come and stay with us. We had feasts. But eventually, we realized that our purpose was gone. There was no reason to protect Amari anymore with Amaranth hovering in the sky and keeping an eye on her lands. So we asked... She would allow us to rest. And she agreed, but worried about the future. So she took a part of us and made the Goliath. Small ones, but bigger, stronger, meant to protect the mountain and what lie beneath. But over time, what was below the mountain was forgotten. By Goliath, by the small ones, and eventually by Amaranth. But we are still Amari's first guardians, as you are a guardian now. And so I've come to you, Argrath, descendant of Kelos, guardian of Amari and slayer of darkness, to remind you of the Goliath's purpose, because all have forgotten but one, the one who is waiting on his dark throne for the light to die. That's Azar. Correct. Okay, so there's there's something in the mountain? Yes. We are in the mountain. Wait, you guys are in the mountain? We are in the mountain. So I should just, like, wake you up, and then we'll go kick his butt together. But you could. Oh, man. I'm really good at being loud. Like, I could totally wake you up. And uh, it'll be a lot more complicated than that. Oh, okay. Sorry, I just I got really excited and kind of on my own own, own thing there. Please continue to let me know what's under the mountain. This stronghold and the giants are still here. Okay, so we, I, I I know the strongholds here. I'm somewhere. St- non-ghost me is somewhere here sleeping. Yes. So I get that. And you guys are in here too somewhere? Yes. 
So if I just like go around the room, be like, "Hey," I'll eventually find you guys. Potentially, yes. Okay. So you said it might need to be more than me just being loud. So like, should I like throw water on you or something? And you need to find a way to get through the ice. Oh, this is so good. My like my best friend literally puts stuff on fire all the time. That could help. Yeah. So I'll just point the her at the ice, and she'll just melt it all, and then you guys will wake up because then like ice melts, turns into water, and then the water splashes on you, and then you're all woken up. It could work. So, all right. I look at my notes. Stronghold's still here, which is good. You guys are still here. And you're... Some of us. Oh, okay. Some of you are still here. And you're in the stronghold somewhere? Behind ice. No. Oh. Sorry. We are in the mountain. Oh, like under the stronghold. So I could go back into the mountain. I did not witness where they went. I just know that they are not with me here. Okay, okay. All right. So I just got to look for a giant frozen guy. That's that's the idea. Okay. I'll just point Dovey at any big frozen thing and have her, like, melt it. Oh, and check this out. I get all excited and I do my produce flame. I am... I have fire hands. So, like, I can help, too. That is... That is great. Yeah. Okay. So we explore the mountains looking for giant frozen things. We fire hand it. Wake up the giants. And then we have giant power. And we'll totally defeat Azar. Yeah. Hopefully. Flipping through my notebook. Okay, what were the... So, I know you guys, you guys won. What were your, like... What were Azar's giants that he made that were... Are they still around? No, they've been... They've all been destroyed. Okay, so they're not, like, sleeping next to it. And if we wake up, like, you know, you guys, they wake up too. And then we've made everything worse. It's it's safe that way? No, they've, they've all been destroyed. Nice work. Okay. Well, I can do this. It's it's a really good thing you contacted me. I'm I'm basically the leader of the group. So, like, I'll totally convince them that this is something we need to do. That is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. As blood of my blood, I believe and trust in you. So you're like my great, 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 great grandfather? In a way. Cool. Nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you. And I like your crown. I like yours. And your axe. That's really cool. Hopefully you might be able to see them in person. Wait, so if I rescue you, because I thought you'd, you know, like, kind of passed on being on this plane, but you're still around? No, I am. I am long gone. Oh. Oh, but it, like, passed to someone else. They are somewhere here. I can find it? 
they've been stored away. I, how heavy is your axe? Like, I know you're really, you're a lot bigger than me, obviously. But like, and I couldn't use it in a fight, it wouldn't be very practical. But the idea of just like, lifting it and swinging it around, even just, you know, for fun, is really cool to me. I tried to do this with this, this monster sword in this other world we went to, and everyone said, no, you can't take the monster sword. So this would be awesome if I could try that. You will likely find it. Yes. Okay, okay, I gotta, so. And then he, he, he you see him kind of look down at the table a little bit, and his eyes get, I guess, sadder than they already are. And he's like, if... If you meet my son, if you are managed to revive my son, tell him I'm with him. Argrath gets real serious. I swear to you, I will. What is your son's name? He looks again, he's like, I don't remember. Oh. What, and I'll kind of get, does he have markings and tattoos similar to myself? Like the mark? He does not. His skin oh. is clear. Okay. Any, does he have any markings, scars, anything that would help me know who I'm dealing with? And he reaches up and he touches the chain of the fur cape that he's wearing. And on the front of it is like a little medallion. And he's like, you'll see this. He should be wearing this. All right. Well, I will find him. So, do you observe our world as you, from here? Not often. I am trapped here. Oh. By my own doing. Is it like a nice place to be trapped? It's lonely. Is there anything I can do to help with that? I have a friend who can make like everything come alive. If you manage to wake giant clan, he will come. Okay. You wouldn't happen to know what's attacking the Goliath clan, would you? I cannot see beyond mm. these walls. That's that's fair. The very nice walls, by the way. I, I love your doors. The dwarves crafted them for us. Dwarves! You know what? I had an axe made by dwarves, and it was awesome. They are great crafters. Absolutely. They are masters. Yeah. It always amazes me how tall they make some stuff, though, considering, you know, they're so short. Oh, they know the art of scaffolding. Any other questions before I send you back? Yeah. How do you balance leading and, you know, being a fighter? Like, I, I, I want to fight and everything, but when I get back to the clan, I don't want to just be this guy who just fought and risked everything all the time. I want to show them, like, I'm I'm better, you know. Like you, you were king. You, you must know how to do it. How? What? How you, did you? What did you do? You have, you have to be of the people. Your decisions and your acts are for the betterment of your clan. So you eat with them. You fight next to them. Anything that you ask of them, you do the same. And you always keep the thing that Amaranth gave you, which is your heart. And that is the thing that guides you. Don't let this guide you. Let your heart guide you. That will keep you straight. Dovey sometimes says I, sh- I don't use, and he points to his head, 
points to it, and I, I don't use this enough. Points to his heart. He says, I just actively ignore this. And I kind of just want to, you know, and I'll ball up my fist. I kind of just listen to this a lot, but that's. Yeah, that's it can be point. hard. It can be hard, especially when you are trying to defend the people that you love. Just remember that glory and power are not worth anything without being surrounded by the people you care for and everything that you do is for them. I will. It was an honor to meet you, Kilos. Lord Kilos. Lord Kilos. And like, like I, I think do, I bow. I think we are friends now. But remember your titles. That is something that has disappeared from this land. Titles are something that let people know exactly who you are. I, so you might be the mountain, but you are also guardian of Amari. Slayer of darkness, killer of demons, whatever you want to be. And also Honestly, remember Slayer your family. of darkness was great. And your family. Your family is also important. They were. They're gone now. No. No? But my mom and dad died. Didn't they? No, I mean, I know that they are dead. Oh. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so do I just go out the doors then? And he's like, no. And then he takes his giant hands and he claps them. And you abruptly wake up. You're on the floor. Shadow's head is lying on your legs. And he looks up startled as you are sitting there. And you're kind of panting. You have like a pool of sweat on the back of your neck. And the room is pitch dark. Alright. Okay. I'll pet Shadow to kind of reassure him. It's all right, buddy. It's all right. Stand up. I'll make a small little flame in my hand so, so as, you know, I can actually see and not hopefully kind of shield it so it doesn't wake up everyone, everybody else. Hey, bud, you want to come on, a, on an adventure with me? <laughs> we are going to find giants. Okay. Start licking your face. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, buddy. Um, am I hungry, or do am I still strangely full from like the? You dream? are. You are strangely full. That's awesome. Yeah, you can even like kind of smack your lips a little bit, and there's still that lingering flavor of of roasted pork in your mouth. Oh yeah. I had the great sleep pork, by the way, buddy. Probably the best pork. You see him kind of go like, hmm, hmm. Dream about pork tonight, buddy. Have sleep pork. You nap like three times a day. He like lays down in your lap again. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you're standing now, right? Yeah, we're getting up. Yeah. No, none of this. <laughs> and all right. We are going to try to quietly get out of the room, but with neither of us really being able to see except for like a like a small little light so you go to the door and you're like you kind of like get it with your little light and you're trying to like slowly open the door and it's just like (laughs) against the floor (laughs) and if anybody wants to make a con save to wake up okay sure 
20. Dirty 20. Yeah, you're up. <laughs> 10. <laughs> 19. Yeah, you're all up. You're yeah. all up. It's a loud, it's a loud, like, stone against stone scraping noise as he opens <laughs> the store. I have to wake up the giants. Argrath, is it walking? No, no, I, I did sleep, and I went to Ghostland, and I met Lord Helos. First, okay, everyone, my little brother does this. We just have to bring him back in. First of his name. He'll wake up by himself. Champion of Argrath. <laughs> Slayer of demons. Don't let him walk around. He'll just like go off a cliff. We Argrath, come on, my jump on Champion of Argrath? Yeah, he's definitely asleep. Come on, Argrath, grab his hand. Argrath, it's okay. No, he's like gently start pulling his hand. It's yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you guys no. help me. He's too big. He's just gonna wander around and get hurt in the rubble. No, you know how, like, sometimes we dream and we visit Amrith, right? Yeah. And we'd have visions and things like It was like that. But oh. for Lord Kilos, and I got to see this place when it was all new and awesome, but empty because he's trapped in, like, a ghost prison. But it's ghost okay. Ghost prison? Kind of, because he, like, asked for it. It's like, it's like retirement. <laughs> And Agra, so, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to find the giants who are on this mountain and we're going to wake them up. Why were you going by yourself? Well, I, I kind of wanted to have an idea where they were before I led you all. That is a terrible idea. You were just going <laughs> to wander is... around these ruins alone? What has really happened to you? We wouldn't have known where you went. I pointed Shadow, not alone. I was being responsible. Oh my goodness. Argrath. What if you fell into a hole? Like one we what didn't if Shadow see. fell into a hole. What and if, you yeah. fell into a different hole. Yeah. And then you were both stuck in these ghost holes. Or something. Or something. I turned to Shadow. It's like, did we have a plan for that? <laughs> he shakes his head. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's a good point. Okay. That was... And I'll think back to my talk from Kilos about leadership and things like that. That was wrong, and I should not have done that. Good job, Argrath. Good uh, job. It's nice to see you're finally listening to me. Thank, thank you. I, I know we're in the middle of things right now, but this is like I got taken to like this dreamland, and like the giants were the first creations of Amaranth. Did you guys know that? No. Yeah. No. Totally. I don't know anything about the giants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They and they were like the guardians. They used to so Azar and Amaranth used to rule together, you know, day and night and things like that. Like this place had night too. Night like Everon. Yeah, like Everon. And so like they used to be in harmony and stuff. And then Amaranth started creating little people. You know, more like us size. Giants call them little people because they're giants. 
And but then Azar is like, oh, I don't like this. And he made his own giants, and they were really mean and heartless and like evil. And they kept killing all the little people. So then the giants came and defended them. And then the other giants came and fought them. And then there was a big war, but Amaranth won. And that's when, you know, the magic happened. And that dwarf guy got magic. And 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 then we won and we beat Azar. And we sent Azar into a different plane. And he's in a prison like now. But, you know. <sighs> so. Just take a deep breath. Deep breath. We're still here. It's okay. Yeah. But uh, the giants afterwards were like, oh, I don't know what our purpose is. We don't fit in with little people and there's not a ward. We don't have to defend them anymore. So they asked if they could basically like move on. And Amaranth was like, all right, you, you get that. But she also from them created the, the Goliaths like me, wow. which is why I'm so much taller than everyone. But the giants are not gone. They're sleeping. They're on the mountain. They're, they're in the mountain somewhere in ice. And I was like, I know someone who can melt ice. And I'll point to Jeff because like you're setting things on fire all the time. Sure. And so we could find the giants and wake them up. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, how is this town going to protect itself when it's gone? Boom, giant. Yeah, right? Okay, so Jeff and Debbie's sitting there thinking <laughs> after listening to that. Are, are the giants here causing the rumbling? I asked him about like stuff on the mountain, but he doesn't know that because um, okay. he's kind of just sees what's in his own walls. Wow, Argraph. He's a ghost giant. Does that mean he has a ghost axe? So this is the great part. And I start hyperventilating again, basically. So I asked him about the ghost axe. He's His people on his side are going to work on that. So if we meet again, maybe we'll have a ghost axe. But in the meantime, he told me his crown and his axe, like on that big door we found with the statue too and stuff, is here somewhere stored. And I asked him if I could find it. And if I find it, if I could then swing it around like it was mine. And he said, sure. So I could find this and I could totally wear it do this like giant axe attack and it's okay because i checked with him it's not like that monster sword in eberron where you guys were like i don't know the people might not like it he does like it i have permission from the ghost owner so i can do that so how much sleep did you get last night well <laughs> so i was sleeping and then this guy knocked on my door and i woke up and you guys were all gone and so was shadow and so were my axes and stuff and I opened it and it was this guy and he gave me like, like this really good meat. And I was like, oh man, this is so good. And I asked him like, oh, who made this? Cause I was gonna find out like the recipe so I could make it for you guys. And he's like, you did. And I was like, what? That's crazy. So I got the ax. No, I got the meat, ate all the meat. And I was feeling really good. <laughs> and I'm, I'm even full now, by the way, it was that good. So I gotta ask ghost me how he made that meat so I can make it for you guys. And then I talked to him and he clapped his hands really loud at the end and then I woke up. So that's a lot of sleep, I think, if I'm adding correctly, like all the sleep. <laughs> okay, so you fell asleep and then you were led to the King of the Giants who told you that we need help fighting Azar and the giants are here and they'll help us if we can find them and wake them up. 
Yeah, he said the world's forgotten about them, the giants, which is true. I mean, Nimue didn't even know about it, so they're not even talking about it at that bar we found her. To be fair, that bar was full of evil people. Yeah. yeah. Evil people not talking about giants. <laughs> Did he say, give you any directions where they might be or how to wake them up? He said they were in ice. He said it would be more difficult than me just being loud. And I said, well, you know, we'll melt the ice. And then it's like water splashing on them. And then that'll wake them up. He seemed to think that was great. I do wake up a lot of people with water. The only place we saw ice in the mountain was the cobwebs, wasn't it? Was there ice down there? I don't think so. No, there was just cobwebs. Yeah, yeah, there was just cobwebs. Never mind. There. Never mind. I take that back. Little reverse that. So, in the mountain that we just crawled through or walked through, there are giants. Yeah. So Somewhere. you have to go back. Or like inside the mountain. Well, he doesn't know exact. He doesn't know if they're in the mountain or they could be even on the mountain. You know, we'll just spend our lives searching the mountain. Okay. Huh. I don't think there must be something here to help us. I mean, I don't know how we're supposed to find them without some kind of clues or directions. We can read all of the the words that are here if we can find any. Um, Maybe there's a basement to this place. Maybe they just stored them in the basement <laughs> cellar. Cellars exist. I don't know if basements do. I mean, that makes sense. That's where I store things. Or wood, if I had a house. When I was on a ship, I just stored things in the very bottom of the ship. I can't imagine that Amaranth would put them somewhere where they'll never be found and that this king would tell you about them and then us wasting our entire lives looking for them is the plan. There must be some kind of clue. Oh, he likes my crown. It is a nice crown. Yeah. Good to hear. Good he to hear. He complimented me on it. I complimented his. Like, I wasn't rude about it. <laughs> I'm glad. You shouldn't be rude to royalty. Especially the dead ones. Who knows what they could do? They can like ghost pretty... axes. Oh, we're friends now, me and him, by the way, which is pretty crazy. Like That's exciting. Oh. Were you polite when you spoke to him? Yes. Okay, good. I wouldn't want you to be giving off bad impressions of us, the champions, to anyone. No, he was very good about that. And he told me to remember my titles, too, because the titles are very important. <gasps> Maybe and that's a clue. He gave me a bunch. Slayer of Darkness, Champion of Amaranth. Son of Karak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my dad. Just so you guys know. Sort okay. of figured by the son of part, but you know. Yeah. Well, what do you think we should do? Should we have a little snack and then maybe take a look around and see if we can find any clues? Yeah, that's what I was going to go do. Because I've already eaten in the ghost land, uh, so I'm not really hungry. Yeah, but you know, we haven't eaten in this land, so... You should have had that ghost meal, because it was so good. Maybe next time. Yeah, take Shadow with you. He's really disappointed he didn't get any. Argus, you can't be by yourself. I'm not. I'm just... Okay. You guys cook here. I'll just look outside no. this door. 
<laughs> Absolutely not. We need to stay together. And you can't see in the dark. I, it's, <laughs> it's not that dark. Do we feel like we've had a long rest? You do feel well rested. Okay. Oh, does okay. that apply to me too? Because, mm-hmm. yay. Long rest things. Argarth, why don't you sit with us while we eat and see if you can remember anything else that happened while you were in your dream visit. Okay. Well, there was a guy without a name, so I named him Shadow Two. You think in your mind, and if something is important, you can tell us. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll think in my mind. So I immediately start talking out loud. <laughs> uh, there was a dining, there was an archway that led to a dining room and it had like giant sized table, a giant sized table. Did we already see that? A nope. human sized table and then another giant sized table. Maybe uh, we should try to go where you were. Oh, yeah. We can, we can eat and walk. We've all got rations, right? We got rations? Absolutely. I want to see this. Yeah, me too. Are you going to finish that ration? Yes. Here you go. Aw, Tubby. (laughs) And you don't even know we called you his best friend. I know, I was just going to say, Aaron knows that Argrath thinks Tubby's his best friend, secretly. (laughs) Yeah, we could go and see if we if there's a way we can get there i think it, that was probably where the stairs were all blocked off am i yeah, right yeah but you know i'll just lift stuff yeah we can probably clear it out sam has that amazing spell and you have all that strength and then we could fly up and see if there's other ways to get in i can also provide light <laughs> i have uses i could be useful <laughs> Flying is pretty pretty sweet. <laughs> so you guys have um, decided to take snacks on the road and head out uh, into the hallway. Everything is pitch dark, so you guys can have flame or light or whatever you want to. I cast way. light on um, Argrath's necklace that we made him, and on a cool-looking rock. And my rock. I offer the rock back to Nimue so she can cast light on it. And on Sam's rock. And then I'm going to quickly sit and prepare commune with nature as one of my spells today and Argrath can watch over my shoulder. So, what's, what does that mean? This is, this is how you commune with the nature. You gotta, you gotta make this gesture here so nature knows you want to commune with it. And then you got to make this gesture over here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are there any components to it? It's not. It's just vocal and semantic. Semantic. Or yeah, yeah. Our graph so is now. Is semantic? What's semantic again? It's your hand, hand gestures. gestures. Okay, I'm gonna practice the hand gestures required to do this spell. Our graph is also just walking around doing those gestures. <laughs> I in no way, shape, or form have this spell prepared, and in <laughs> no way, shape, or form will cast it. Just to be very clear. Your bond with the nature around you just is not strong enough. That's fair. Even though you are in the mountain. <laughs> that you are named after. Yep. Anyway. It's complicated. It's, it's complicated. complicated. Magic is weird. <laughs>
You did kind of run away from your village for a while, so the relationship's a little cold. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Cursed by a mountain witch and wasn't allowed to. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So you finish preparing your spell, and then you guys uh, exit the room uh, with all your different light sources. And Argrath, you, you kind of look to see, again, because it was so so new and fresh in your dream uh, the, the area that you you instinct, instinctively look at the hallway and again it's just rubble blocking the rest of this hallway but again the stairs and everything are clear so you head toward them I'm gonna mention because I know the spell I'm gonna mention that I need to be in the mountain itself or on the mountain so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to find a spot that's not constructed by people uh, for dwarves. this spell to work. Dwarves made this. Dwarves, dwarves are still, still people. people. <laughs> well, they're not like human people. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to... No, like, humans are a people and dwarves are different people. I was just wanted the dwarves to get credit for their great work. Okay, okay. fair. Okay. You know, okay, I'll like, still you're, those, so. you're a gnome. You wouldn't want somebody like, hey, human. That's kind of what I meant. Like, oh, okay. Avoiding okay. generalizing people. Unfortunately, this spell generalizes all people and won't work under any circumstances with people. I need real nature. Okay. Raw nature? We can. That's fine. Uh, there's these giant doors with really cool engravings on them. Our guest starts like loosening up a bit. So they're like 60 feet tall, made of stone. So I'm going to have to really push. But once we push it open, uh, yeah, they said the mountain's there. You said they're made out of stone? Yeah. How thick do you think they are? I don't know. I didn't open them in ghost land. Hold on. Where are we? Are we? Where are we? So you are, you... You all slowly make your way down the set of stairs. So whether, you know, you want to be carried, (laughs) (laughs) if you're jumping down from stair to stair or flying down, whatever you choose, um, you manage to get down the stairs. So you're back heading toward where you guys entered. So you're going down the hallway where the statue was. And if you continue down that hallway, you'd go back to that kitchen dining area and then back to where you guys entered. So you are currently walking down that hallway. And where's the turnoff to the other um, yeah, to get room that Argrath saw in his dream? Did Argrath tell you? <laughs> no. <laughs> so we got to go this way. It's towards the big doors. Um, there's lots of cool stuff here for my buddy, Lord Kilos, because we're friends. He said so. You should ask the mountain if like, the mountain was there in the ghost land and if the mountain thought like we really hit it off because I think we really hit it off that'll be a bonus question if the mountain lets me answer or wants to answer that's that's fine it's this way we gotta go through some rubble right so you point to right across from the statue so as you go by because of how dark it is when you walked by it uh, last night it was it almost felt like it was a ledge that dropped off but now that you guys like know that something's there, you go up closer and eventually your small little light sources illuminate and you see that again, it's a drop down to a stair. So it's not just like, you know, you're not just gonna 
fall to your deaths off. Because <laughs> the upstairs was easy to see because it was in your way, but the downstairs right. would have just looked like a cliff. <laughs> I jump down each stair and make a little Ooh! every time I jump. <laughs> I also jump down each stair so I don't use up any spells. Amen. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys slowly go down the stairs and it the staircase kind of goes into a wall of rock. And so when you kind of get down the first stairs, you're on a landing and you're completely surrounded by stone. But then you see the stairs turn and they continue down. Um, so it's like a, almost like a pseudo spiral to go down them. And eventually the final turn, you turn the corner and you can see down the, the rest of the stairwell into this large open area. And Argrath, you recognize... Nope, it's still too dark for you. Dovey, what you see, <laughs> and Emily, what you see with your dark vision, you can start to see this room opening up and you can see hints of columns, a um, couple on each side of this large space. And as you continue to slide down the stairs, more and more kind of comes into view. And eventually... Um, I start to see the beginnings of a doorway, a stone doorway come into view, but it's still, it's like just on the, the end of your vision. Because this room is so long. I think but I see were, a doorway. You are, you are at the bottom of the stairs. I go, hello, just to see if it echoes. Yeah, it, you get like, hello, hello. Ooh. Does it feel very spacious? It does, yeah. And especially especially for those who, who can't see very well, like you guys are seeing like part of the floor and then it just goes into pitch black again. Um, surrounding you. So you guys can't even see like the hints of the pillars or anything with your, uh, with your square. You just see a vast emptiness and stone, a stone floor. I don't like it. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break while we give a shout out to our sponsors. If you like D&D, then you probably also like dice. The cast of BRWD definitely does. Luckily, Adventure Dice has everything you need to satisfy your inner goblin, from dice to trays to stickers and more. Or you can be like me and subscribe to receive a new set of dice in your mailbox every month. Head to adventuredice.ca right now and use coupon code BADROLLERS10 to receive 10% off your order. Roll for adventure! As a DM, it can be difficult to constantly be thinking of names, places, and items for your game. That's why I love D10 Dimensions and their library of random roll tables. Whether I need ideas for magical drinks or things my players can find in a forest, they've got me covered. The best part? They not only have roll tables for fantasy games, but also cyberpunk, western, and roaring 20s. So no matter what kind of game you run, they've got something for you. Head to drivethroughrpg.com and search D10 Dimensions, that's D10 Dimensions, and purchase a roll table for only $1. Trust me, the time these tables save is worth a lot more than that. Shameless self-promotion time! We now have a Patreon, and would love for you to join our community. By supporting the show, you will gain access to our Patreon-exclusive Discord channel, monthly wallpapers created by myself and Josie, personal shoutouts, and more. For our champion tier, we will be posting ad-free episodes, and it will be the only place to hear our one-shots. Join today by visiting patreon.com brwd. 
And now back to our game. It's okay, Sam. I'm gonna hold Sam's hand. It's okay. I know I it's scary. His, I squeeze Dovey's hand. Holding Sam's tightly. hand. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> I hold um, the rock, the light rock, in the other hand. Held up. I think we gotta go. Yeah. Sleep. I close my eyes. Okay, sleeping, sleeping. Neat. Doors. This way. Oh, okay. This is an abandoned place, right, Dovey? Like, we can kind of agree. I could probably throw my my flame forward to light up the way forward without risk of hurting something. I can see. Hold Nimue's hand. She will help you so that you don't trip I on anything. Nimue holding his hand. There's like a, in case there's like a hole in the floor or something. We'll tell you if there's a floor or if there's a hole. We won't let you fall in it. No. Fine. <laughs> Better you don't want to burn up something. What? What if it's important? What it if you burn the only clue? Burn clue. Yeah, please don't be burning our only clues. I I didn't please burn don't be it. Setting fires in places that might have limited oxygen. <laughs> I just grabbed Nimue's hand and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> as you turn, um, as you turn to the left and you start to. Like, Argreth kind of starts to lead you in the direction that he remembers. Uh, one of the pillars starts to get... You can start seeing one of the larger pillars, and you notice that right between it, and there's a, another pillar pillar kind of next to it that you can sort of see um, that's broken, and you can start to see, like, rubble kind of on the ground. But between is a brazier. What's a brazier? It's a I, giant it's like a fire... Torch. Giant fire yeah. thing. Yeah. Ooh. Ha! And I, before anyone can stop me, I'll do produce flame and throw a thing into the brazier. <laughs> so you throw the flame and it immediately <laughs> lights up in the entire room. Not the entire, like most of the room in that corner becomes a glow with firelight. And you can now turn and see the room, the big hall that you, that you recalled meeting the king in. I relax, like, incrementally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that room is where I met Lord Gilos. And so that's not where the doors outside is. It's because it, we went around a bend through an archway to meet him. The door should be, and then I'll point to where I th remember the doors to be. Yeah. So with the now the brazier now lit, you can, everybody can now see still in the dimness, but you can see the, the door at the front. So right directly across from where you can see down. And there's writing on it. There's no writing on it, but you do see that detailed carving of the two depictions of the king. So the king basically being the lord of the mountain and the king with his axe ready for battle. Yeah, look at that. That's awesome. Hey. That is a primo, primo statue. You said this was carved by dwarves? Yeah. The yeah. other thing you notice as you look at the door is a bar running across it. So it's been barred from inside. I wonder who said that? Because they're not, we didn't find anything, did we? Like bodies or anything? No. It's Wait, like it's barred on our side. So yeah. somebody did something and then closed it and locked it. So whoever's in there can't get out. Or maybe it was because, because if they were going to rest somewhere, inside the mountain they just didn't want anything coming in we can go yeah, in people we can open it 
Yeah, we can open yeah. it. We, we just can be cautious. Hold on, yeah. you guys. <laughs> Hold on. You, somebody locked something in there. They don't want it to come out. I don't know if it's the giants. Maybe it's like I think a they prison just, or a dungeon. I think it's like a house. I think they locked it like it's a house on the inside so they could go sleep in their locked house without worrying that somebody was going to come wandering in. And then we did exactly that anyway, but... I don't think there's anything on the outside of the door. I think they locked it for their sake of... Yeah, when you go inside your house and you lock the door. However... We don't know what's on the other side of the door, and I could be wrong. How big is the bar? So you walk a little bit closer to get a better look at it, and it's about 10 feet up, and it almost looks like the size of a full-grown tree is lodged <laughs> in these two metal hooks on the side. Does the so door it's... or the bar have any signs of... If, you, if something slammed on the door from the other side, it would probably at least make the bar hit the hooks and cause, like, scrapes and stuff like that. Does the door have any signs of that sort of a struggle? Nope. Okay. Everything looks... Okay. Doesn't look like there's been any damage to the wood, any sign of any kind of force on the door. Everything is, like, almost, like, completely sealed shut. What's the bar okay. made out of? Wood. It is a it's large wood. wood. Okay. Um, I can take care like a giant-sized two-by-four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got I a full-blown the... redwood in there. Yeah. Only much. one who might be able to reach it is Argrath, because it's can ten Argrath feet up. It? How long are your arms, Argrath? This doesn't usually happen to me. I just need to find <laughs> something to step on to reach it. That's all. There's lots of rubble, I'm sure. Can I look for the slab of rock that's going to give me... Yeah. So the, so next to the door, so part of the one, part of the door on your guys's left is rocks have been blocked it because it looks like damage was done probably on the front of whatever this is. So there's been a kind of a cave in right next to where the door is and slightly in front, but most of the door is actually fine. So you go and you look at the rubble and there's a couple boulders there that you would easily be able to pick up and move over to the door. And it would give you maybe eight to ten inches of a boost. Yeah, I think that'll work. So I'll do that. I'll get over there. So you reach up and you manage to just get your hands underneath it like you, it's like when you can touch the roof but your hands stay flat you're that tall yeah and you can't you start to lift it but because of the length of it you're having a hard time without it wanting to tip i strongly suggest you guys get 20 feet back start running start yeah running. just start running like legs. shimmying back i smack our graph with guidance and then I run back <laughs> just smack the oh, back good. of his leg and cast gun <laughs> and then I run back if you want to lift it do an athletics check you get to roll a d4 and add the number I'll take it <laughs> alright so that is a 28 nice so you, as you lift it the first little time, you get the misbalance, then you just get down and you nudge the rock over a little bit and try and get it more centered into some balance. And you manage to just like, you just 
dig deep <laughs> and you grab and you pull that thing and it's sitting there and you can see it you are just like moving back and forth a little bit off and you manage to step down without losing it and you step back a couple feet and you drop it and as you drop it you just hear like a big boom echo through the hall and like dust just starts flying everywhere but you have managed to unbar the door so after oh. the 10 minute sneezing fit that we all experienced. <laughs> Here's hoping we didn't just screw everything up. Open the There's door! There's a lot of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do... Let's do... Open the door. Does the door yeah. push or pull? Just... What? A minute, please. <laughs> <sighs> you did great, Argrath. You did great. Mm -hmm. So yeah. strong. All right, this is the door to their house. Most house doors open inward, so I'm going to put my one foot on one side of the door and then try to pull the other door to see if it opens that way. Okay. So you go and you look for some kind of a handhold. You find like a piece of the engraving that lets you get a little bit more purchase and you pull back and you start to pull and it does not budge. Wait a minute, guys. If it doesn't have a handle... It's a push door, right? That's right. That's pushing. how doors work, right? <laughs> if it doesn't work, right. pull. Push is the next option. Yeah. I will try to push it. Okay. So you, again, give your feet some purchase, and you start to push, and it doesn't budge. I join Argrath to see if I can help him push the door. Doesn't budge. Doesn't move at all. Okay. There's got to be something else here that's, like, keeping it stuck. Maybe it pulls up from the bottom. Oh, boy. <laughs> is there, like, any... Is it, like, flat to the floor, or could yeah. I, like, get my hands? No? Yeah, so as you actually look, you can see <laughs> a... Almost like a... Where, like where it's worn down from swinging open and you can actually see it scraping Ooh. and that it actually comes, it comes inside. So pulling is the right way and you can see where it moves. Should all of us try pulling? Do you know I had, there was a spell, I almost took it and I didn't and it's greasing. <laughs> it's literally greasing. Wait, wait. Did anybody take the knock spell? I, I still have stone shape. Okay. I can shape a large rock into a weapon, idol, or coffer, or make a small passage through a wall. As long as the wall is less than five feet thick, I can also shape a stone door or its frame to seal the door shut. And the object I create can have up to two hinges and a latch, but finer mechanical detail isn't possible. Should I try shaping a handle to pull it with? Or should no, I try shaping a passage through the door? We don't know how thick the doors are, is the problem. And it probably doesn't have magic. Should we check to see first if it has magic on it? Oh, maybe. Some kind of magic lock? I know we're so used to us being the only <laughs> magic things. It's true. When I look through my goggles, do I see any magic illuminated? Nope. Are you nope. attuned to your goggles at the moment? Uh, I can... When I first got it, I could look through and see magic, but oh, yeah. I couldn't use the identify spell until it yeah. was attuned. But I don't think I am right now. Hang on. But it doesn't have a magical aura or anything. It doesn't have a magical aura. I yeah, right now I do not well. have it attuned. I can just see a magical aura if it has it. I can't use the identify spell. 
Okay, that probably means it doesn't have any magic, right? Probably. Let's Hopefully. make a handle. Yeah. Okay. I cast stone shape. Would I be able to form the door edges more distinctly as well? Since I can shape a stone door, can I put my hands on this door and shape it so it's like a little smaller than it actually is? No. Okay. Because basically think of stone shape as like you have, you basically have a five by five square that, of yeah. stone that you can manipulate in some way. Yeah. Because this door is probably... Way bigger than five. <laughs> it's about 30 feet. Each door is 30 <laughs> feet wide and about wow. 60 feet tall. Oh, How is there a crack in between the door? Is it two doors? Yeah, it's two doors, and you can distinct you can see the crack between them. Okay. What if I touch Argrath and turn him into gas? He goes through the crack to the other side and then pushes the door open. Ooh. And we could still try there, pulling though. from the inside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or can your magic hand because you have mage hand. Can you stick it through the crack and see if you can tell how big... No, because it's invisible. That won't help us. Unless it's holding... Can you get your mage hand to hold, like, a thing of rope and go through the crack, and then we'll mark... When it gets to the other side, we can mark our side of the rope, and it'll tell us how thick the door it is? is. Does that oh make sense? I don't know when it gets to the other side. I can't... You just tell anything. it, can't you? Or can you, like, move it along until it can bend its fingers or whatever around the door frame? <laughs> I don't know. How smart is Mage Hand? I know. Is it just, like, my hand? Can I feel the things the Mage Hand has, is doing? No. It's like a ghost hand, right? Yeah. It's basically telekinesis, right? So yeah. Yeah. It just picks things up and moves things. If I, I turn Argrath into gas, he can go through that crack. It works up to an hour. But can what happens if you do unform? that and I can't get back? You can come, you can come back. So it says I can transform a willing teacher or tr- creature along with everything you're wearing. And uh, the only method of movement is fly- a flying speed of 10 feet. You can enter and occupy the space of another creature. That's so gross. The target has resistance to non-magical damage and has advantage on strength. What? Dexterity and constitution saving throws? Really? Oh, right. Yeah. The target can pass through small holes, narrow openings, and even near cracks. Uh, and you can't fall. So How I'm does our grass form back into himself? How long does it last? That's my question. An hour. So it says concentration up to one hour. So I think it's like... Yeah, so it'll last an hour. My concentration. So yeah, like, yeah. I think I can turn him back. So, but he can't speak. He can't talk or manipulate objects, but can he talk telepathically for you? Okay. No, because I would have to see him still. But if he can get through, but he can see, he'll be able to see, so he can get through and tell us about how he thick could go this through, door is. Come back mm. and tell us. He could do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's true. And then we can figure out what to do from there. But if that's, I could do that then. It doesn't have to be Argrath. Yeah, why don't we just send you through? Do you have dark vision? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that might that be a better sense. idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to just guess where Argrath is and then have him, like, appear and be in the crack and die. 
and have Argrath go through not actually able to see anything because he doesn't have dark vision and yeah. he'll come back. Yeah, I was just gonna be like, yeah, so I saw nothing. Yeah, but what if something's horrible over there? Yeah, it's yeah. true. Okay, should okay. we do that? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. I cast Gaseous Form! So you use the power of your coat and you come this like floating cloud of I'd say like almost sometimes when you know you let a fire die down there's a little bit of that glow still so it's like the smoke that has a little bit of that glow and you go toward the door and you find that little crack between the two and you start to move your way through and you're in there uh, for what feels like about 12 seconds and then you pop out and the world becomes bright and sunshine and white and you see a open landing uh it's still it's covered in snow but it's a nice flat area and about 90 feet ahead of you it drops down but you can see the continuation of the mountains going beyond that to your left uh, you see again that kind of nice flat area and then you see a kind of another mountain ridge coming out and it creates this nice little pathway to some other part of the mountain so I see a path that goes to another part of the mountain and a flat thing that drops off in front of me yeah what about to the right anything it's just stone it's just stone do I see any anything else any writing anywhere or you Anything? don't. As you, if you take a look at the actual stronghold, when you look at it, you see the door, and the door is actually plain comparatively to the front of it. It's just like really basic decorative, so it's more just like some like leaves or filigree kind of decorating the door. But it's overall, it's pretty simple. But you do see that there was a clearly a huge cave-in to the one side of the cavern, so where you guys saw the stones at the front door, you're guessing that whole area probably collapsed at some point. And as you look up, you can actually identify the windows of the room that you had looked at last night. So you're guessing that whole hallway probably had other rooms, but again, there's a lot of fallen stone and rock in front of uh, in front of most of it. So you're guessing that there's probably a big cave-in. Most of that got demolished, but the rest of it stayed intact. That's really all you notice. Okay, I'll float my way back through the door. So again, you go through. From the time that it takes you to get through the door, you're guessing the door is about 15 to is yeah is about 15 to 20 feet thick what oh my goodness so thick all right i get through and i stop the spell and become myself and i tell you guys what i saw <laughs> so what so. you're saying is we can't open the door ourselves wait i got gotcha. or i cast stone shape three times I it's hear a very big door it's really thick. Argrath is going to listen to Dovey and then try the other door he didn't try before, thinking that's the problem. <laughs> Doesn't budge. You're not that strong. <laughs> if we want to go out, 
Uh, I think our options, if we really wanted to go out that way, uh, I could, I still have enough magic in my coat to turn all of us into gas and we could all float through and go out. But the spell on your coat only activates for you. No, it says touch. Yeah, not, sorry. If it's in your coat, it only activates for you. It's, it, everything gets changed to self. Oh, wait. Yeah, because, because you're not casting the spell on somebody. The code is activating it. So it only applies. So anything where it says like touch or whatever, you have to be wearing the coat to activate it. Oh, okay. Because in the thing, it says you transform a willing creature you touch. But I think if you, if you look at the, in the coat description, I say anything that says like another creature just means you. Like, oh, I don't know if I read that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you for saying that. No worries. Because I totally would have done that. Okay. Sorry, if it's only me, if it's only me needing to be in the mountain, I can misty step. Wait, I can't see it. I can also turn into a small creature, crawl through the crack, like a centipede or something, do my spell to commune with nature, and then come back. So outside, I did see mountains, and I saw a separate path that went to the left when you go out the doors and a drop off. So there should be something that you can use. Are you sure you can't do it from in here in, in the rubble or something? Like, It says it won't work, uh, doesn't function where nature has been replaced with construction. So I'm assuming this is all. But has it maybe been replaced with construction? It's just been carved out. I think that counts as construction. I don't want to. I don't want to cast it because I don't have a lot of fifth yeah. level spell slots. So I don't want to cast it and then it doesn't work. Yeah. If you go outside, I think you'll be able to find somewhere where it'll be alright. Yeah. Yeah, I can turn into a little bug and crawl through the crack. It's gonna be a long crawl. It's a thick door. I'm gonna turn into a fast-moving little spider. So, you shrink yourself into this little crawly spider. You walk up to the door, and everybody's watching you as you scurry toward the door. And you, you start crawling up and trying to find a space to get through. And you keep going up and eventually there's a little, there's a part where it's not perfectly aligned. There's a bit more of a gap and you manage to squeeze your little spider body through and you disappear into the crack and you continue going. And it's tight and dark and you... Spider, spiders obviously have like dark spiders vision. have dark vision yeah, yeah. yeah. 30 yeah. feet of um it. yeah so you are trying to stave back panic as you just your little <laughs> spider body crawls through this thing and eventually <laughs> you squeeze and you pop out of the other side and again the fresh air and the sunshine just hits you and you can see everything that debbie described can spiders see that much you see it in a spider way <laughs> yeah I turn back into myself. I sun my little spider body for a minute. <laughs> and then I turn back into myself to cast the spell. And I'm going to walk over to basically off of the formed path. Because I'm assuming the clearing's been cleared out by the giants. And onto like the mountain. Okay, so are you moving itself. forward to where it drops off? Or are you going down that little pathway? Uh, can I go like down the little pathway and then like off the path onto the rocky outcropping. Okay. 
Is so you possible? start to head down the path and you actually notice that stairs have been carved into it and it's a perfect, it, you can actually look down and you see that the stairs follow and they're, the stone, there's no, it's just stairs going down and there is no, no um, way to step off of it. Oh, because it's, tight, tight, narrow it's into the rock. Because yeah. it's into the rock, yeah. Okay, I guess I'll walk over to the drop-off then and okay. see. I'm, so looking, you get, I'm basically looking for a spot where it's easy enough for me to scramble onto the mountain yeah. proper. Yeah. Yeah. So you go to the ledge where it seemingly drops off. And as you look over the edge, you actually see that it goes down a little bit and then it becomes a natural pathway. Parts of it have been covered by snow and potential avalanches and stuff, but there it does go into natural stony walkway as you go to the drop off. Okay. So you're able to find like a little ledge for you to hang out on. Okay, and then I'm going to cast commune with nature, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the mountain where did the giants go to rest? What's causing the nighttime, the current nighttime rumbling? And where can I find me some diamonds, yo? <laughs> the yo adds to it. <laughs> and um, as a bonus question, if it wants to answer, but it doesn't have to, it's only if it answers the other three questions and then wants to. What did Argrath want me to ask it? Oh, yeah. If, the, if yeah, everything's, if the mountain likes Argrath, I think was it? If the ghost guy, like if the ghost if guy, they have a good friendship. if they have a good friendship, bonus yeah. question: Do not feel obligated to answer this one <laughs> if you need to answer the other three questions first. Thank you, Mountain. Appreciate all you've done for us. Okay, send <laughs> send text. <laughs> you you cast your spell and you sit there and your eyes are closed and. You start to almost feel a little bit like you're sinking. You get that sensation, you open up your eyes and you haven't moved. And they close your eyes again and you start to again feel like you're sinking a little bit. And you get a sense of almost being surrounded again. Almost like when you were in the spider and you're surrounded by stone, you're starting to feel that sense again where you're feeling surrounded by stone. And in your head, you see a vision of that pathway going down into a deeper part of the mountain and it curves and it goes even deeper. Then you get into this large chamber and you can see these large creatures frozen in ice and there's a row of them on, there's probably about 10 on each side approximately. But then at the end, three of them are empty. And then it continues and it takes you through itself. You almost fly through the wall and you go back and you get the sense that you're going almost back the way you came. And then eventually you see these bright sparkles of gems. And then you feel yourself being let go and released and brought back to the surface. I noticed it did not answer two of my questions. Or did it? 
The three empty things, I think, are the answer. Yeah, exactly. Wait, okay. hold on. The, the path that it showed Sam, is that the stairs that go along the outside? Damn, I knew it! You gotta open that door. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look around to see if there's any... Is there a latch on, like, the outside of the no. door? Nothing? Because oh. I'm on the outside now, and I can shapeshift instead of a spider. I could shapeshift into something huge and see if I could push it, but I would need our breath to pull from the other side at the same time. Telepathy. You can use that, can't you? I think I need to see you guys. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go up to the crack and shout, Hello! Nothing. I'm gonna knock on the door? <laughs> Silence on both sides. Uh, what sucks is three of us could easily get to the other side without opening the door. Argreth is the only one that can. <laughs> I only have one shapeshift thing slot left. Sorry, I'm looking if I can see anything that I could use to speak to the other side. Are there? Did you say there were windows? Anywhere? Yeah. So you. So last night when you guys went up the stairs and checked the two rooms, there was the room opposite of the one you stayed in that was like dilapidated and moldy and gross, but there was a large window uh, that you guys looked. Yeah, there's like a little yeah. balcony area. But a big right. drop. How big is the drop? About 60 feet. We do ah. have rope. We have 50 feet. Yeah. Or we have multiple 50 feet things of rope. Our guy's just going to go to that room, push stuff out of the way, get to the window. Why are you going? I'm going to the window. No, we have to wait for Sam. We have no idea what's happening. I, I'm just checking things. No, Argrath, you can't just go by yourself. It's fine. We have established, remember? You this... said it was a mistake. But... Sam is going to talk to the mountain. We have no idea what the mountain has said to Sam yet. <laughs> I, I'm just checking. This is a stronghold. It's a safe place. I should. I can walk around. There's but Debbie everywhere. would know the windows open up, like where Argrath is going would be able to see into the entrance way. Yeah, we would all know that that's true. So you guys could come check on me through the window. Okay. Maybe. Wait yeah. a little bit. Or <laughs> I could go with Argrath and you could stay here if something happens, gaseous form and get the hell out. That's true. I like that plan if you go with Argrath. So we'll say that it's been a while since Sam has left. Yeah. And we're getting worried about her, so we have a second. <laughs> and I'm just like trying to knock on this door and yeah. nothing's happening. <laughs> Knocking on this 15 foot slack. Slamming on this door. Start throwing rocks at the door. Start throwing rocks at the window to see if I can make a commotion. Probably being Argrath in the head once he pokes his head out the window. I, I don't think you can throw 60 feet vertical. I don't so. think I can either. Try no, to throw rocks at the time window. The you manage yeah. to throw 60 feet is when you beam our <laughs> The wind is just right. That's a good yeah. idea, right? Maybe we should check on Sam and you can go with our grass. And our grass will stop running away by himself <laughs> without telling anyone where he's going, just start leaving. <laughs> <laughs> this is like my great, great grandfather's house so i'm i just feel a little comfortable here so i start wandering off i'm sorry 
<laughs> You'll just make me worry. And then we'll have to worry about more things than ghost giants, evil Azar. I'll be like, where's Argrath now? Uh, okay. 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 <laughs> so, Nimue and Argrath, you head back up the stairs, which is slightly more difficult to get up than to get down, but you manage to hoist yourself Getting in up my core workout today. <laughs> yeah. And eventually you make it back up both sets of stairs and you go to the room that you explored last night and you open the door and it, again, being in this space that's dark, the light just like ooh, beams in your eyes and you're blinking it away a little bit. But then <laughs> you get to the edge of the window and you start to look down and you can start, you can actually hear Sam yelling. Hello? Hello? Goddamn door! So I'm going to cast message. <laughs> because I can through things if I know who the person is. Yeah. I'm going to do that after you guys leave. I should have done before you left, but I'm going to cast that. So it's basically like me just screaming, Goddamn door! Oh, hey, Dovey! <laughs> <laughs> What did what how did it go? It's good. We have to get through this door. The, the path is the... on the other side of it. Oh, Argrath and Nimue went up to the window. Do you think we could come out that way? They should be able to tie rope to something. Maybe tie two pieces of rope together so you have a hundred feet of rope. I've been trying to throw stones up there, but I am not good at that, so I don't think I can lasso anything up there with my rope. Can you see them up there? I look up. Yeah, you look up and you can see them. But as you guys look down, you can't see her. And you start to realize that the window is actually, there's a bit of a slope, just a mild <laughs> slope. So you can see down and you can hear her, but she's just out of view. I'm like jumping, doing like jumping jacks. They're not waving back at me. I'm very disappointed about this. Hey, I can't hear you. Could we? Sorry, did you say you we can can't hear see her? You? you just can't see her. Yeah. I can't she just see seems you. to be just out of view. Yeah. I'm right underneath you guys. Yeah. So you do you back up a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> so you back up a little bit, and she comes into view. And as you back up a little bit, and you're looking back, you notice the fact that there is a bit of a slope. And so you're just like, oh, it's a bit of an illusion. So there's a giant uh, architecture. I yeah. And you being good with nature, you're guessing that the slope was created so that anybody above can't see below. Yeah. You guys need to come down. We have to go this way. And I point towards the path that's leading away from the door. Oh, anyway, you got rope. Yes, I have rope. All right, Always got should... rope. We'll tie it, we'll throw it down, and we'll be fine. Should I tell Dovey just to come through the door? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll go yell at Dovey. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go slightly out of the room and start yelling. <laughs> you're, you Dovey. hear echo. You're Dovey. <laughs> Do I hear it? He's pretty far yeah. away. Is oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It echoes through the halls. So you Woo! catch like you catch like the Dovey, Dovey. It's very scary sounding. <laughs> Go through the door, door, Ghost King. door, door. <laughs> do, you, do you want to go through the door or do you want to jump off the balcony with a rope with us? Balcony, rope, rope. 
message to Sam, what's going on? I send back, go through the door. Okay. I will <laughs> use my code again and be made of gas. <laughs> so you just like yourself into the gaseous form and you go back through the crack and eventually you make it out and you can see Sam looking up and probably yelling. Sam, Dovey's not what? answering me. Dovey's here. Tell, it, oh, she, is she like under the thing again? Uh, like, she's like gassed. <laughs> <laughs> Dovey has gas? <laughs> We're What's that Kind of see my gas form flatten out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Dovey is gas. Oh, the thing with the cloak. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to tie our rope together. Yep. Do you want me to fasten it to anything down here so it's secure? How do ropes work? Nah, it's fine. <laughs> Says the guy with the rope history problem. <laughs> He's been doing better. It's true. Yeah. This uh, is another so test of fear for Argrath. And it's 60 feet up, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would be able to, to see if the if the rope could make it to the bottom, though. Oh, wait, that's not concentration. No, I stay as gas. <laughs> <laughs> Can I cast spells as gas? No. Oh, not if I have to talk. No. I turn back into myself. Bloop, Debbie. See? She's back. You kind of back not up gas and wave. anymore. <laughs> As in the room, you look in the most of the wood stuff is pretty like it's decayed. But isn't it a balcony? Soft, but it's like solid stone. There's nothing really to attach it to. And but you go back and you look at the door, and you actually see a little notch in the door that you can wrap wrap the rope around. Yeah, let's do that. One hundred percent safe. <laughs> hey, how far can you fall before you, like, get hurt? I have Misty Step, so if oh, I start true. to fall, I'm just going to use magic and stop myself. You know oh. what, I'm going to send a message to Nimue and Argraf, maybe just Nimue. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to tell her that I have a spell if I understand how Featherfall works, right? If Argraf just jumps off there, or you... You, you won't take any damage. I can cast oh. it as a reaction, and then you don't take any fall damage. Nice. Okay, okay. And can you do that for both of us, or just one of us? It lasts for one minute, and I could do up to five falling creatures. Oh, okay. Yeah. Breathe. That look on your face is suspicious. Did I do something wrong? I, I'm, I'm, just, wrong no, I'm just laughing, because Nimue doesn't have one, just one pair of wings. She has two pairs of wings. <laughs> but I can only use them once! I know, I but I'm just like... Them once. If there's an opportunity to fly somewhere... <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to use this them. This is like a video game. We gotta save all of our cool stuff for when we absolutely, definitely need it, which is sometime in the future, not current present. It's mine's just a, no, a first level spell, so if you want no. to use my feather falling spell, I have to use it with Argrath anyway, so you can be in. And the if lab. it does five people at a time, yeah, might as well. 
We all could have jumped out of that window. <laughs> Alrighty, well, I will let Argreth know. So, Dovey has this spell that'll let us jump from the window and not die. Do you trust her? Nimue's slowly, like, inching towards it because it sounds fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Argreth just steps off. Alrighty, let's go! <laughs> So you're like mid tying this. You're like mid tying the rope, and Nimue informs you, and then you like just stop what you're doing, and you take like step, and you jump <laughs> out the window. I was told I'd be safe. Why would? Why? Don't be yeah. more coming. And what I was as you're saying, you're like, yep, yeah, that's good, and you're like, oh my God. Uh, so and then do you take Nimue the rope with you, or is it still like half tied to the? No, no I say you still have. You just started to tie it, and then all you just let it go, and then you're it's in your hand as you're. Jumping up. Okay. And then Nimue, you leap over the railing. Do the like him. <gasps> thing. <laughs> <laughs> really dramatic swan dive. Oh my god. <laughs> ah! I can do reaction spell. Yeah. Hopefully it works. It's the first time I've done it. <laughs> so you both we have a lot of faith in you, Duffy. <laughs> so you both start to free fall and then you hear ah! And Dovey casts a spell, and you immediately start to slow, and you start to drift down to the ground. And even in that fall, like you manage to right yourself so that you land on your feet. Um, I'm just like awesome, and I belly laughing again. beside Dovey because I got to watch her freak out, and it was hilarious. <laughs> Meanwhile, Nimue's like, "That was amazing, Dovey. We have to do that again." Let's go down the whole mountain that way. I have to say the words to make the spell happen. Oh my god. Yeah, but you did it. It was fine. Nothing yeah. worked. It's great. We were pretty high up. You had lots of time. I want to try this. I want to free fall off a mountain. Oh. Ten years off my life. Okay. <laughs> Sam, if you turn into something small, I'll just throw you up really high and then Devil will cast a spell as you come down. Look, there's the stairs we go down! <laughs> we need to find the... Sam, we gotta focus, Sam. Stop fooling around. Right. Uh-huh. I guess you yeah. should tell everybody what happened. I think you told me through the <laughs> message thing, but not everybody else. Oh, yeah. Alrighty. So, Alrighty. Sam, what's going down? It didn't explicitly state what was causing the rumblings so it's entirely possible that the giants are making the rumblings because three of them might have woken up hopefully they're not possessed oh god what if azar oh, woke god. them up what if we have to fight three giants <gasps> and it only at night the rumblings are only happening at night azar. also it didn't answer your question sorry argrath i did ask uh, it's probably so obvious it didn't even need to answer. Okay. Yeah. Should we head down and wake up the other giants? And maybe be prepared to encounter evil giants. Let's hope the giants we wake up don't kill us. Nimue's heads out. They're frozen. Can they be possessed if they're frozen? I don't know. The mind flayers oh, could be frozen. possessed while they're unconscious. Okay, but the mind flayers were freakish things from another world i'm maybe, pretty sure maybe something woke them up and then possessed them oh my god mind flare giants oh. <laughs> no 
<laughs> no, let's reverse that one. Let's not give Bree that idea at all. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, that's upsetting. But the tentacles are like 20 feet in diameter and blue. Yep. If that happens, we're abandoning this world. We're just, we're going to Eberron and that's the end of Amari. Sorry, peace, oh, yeah. bye. Yeah. <laughs> you start to head down toward the stairs and you start to head down them. And just like in your vision, it slopes down and it gets a little deeper. And then there's a bit of a turn and it goes down even deeper. And eventually you find yourself in a vast cavern. The temperature is just, it's like a deep freeze in here. It's, for those of you who are not dressed for winter, it is freezing. Dovey, you are comfortable. Your fingertips are like a little chilly, but overall you're pretty good. But I think everybody's wearing their early Christmas sweaters, if I recall. Argrath, you're like, this is the best temperature. <laughs> yeah. This is great. And because the because of the way the cavern kind of turns, light is coming in from outside. So it's not completely underground. There's actually light coming from different sources. And again, this almost like this hall of ice on either side. And as you walk by, you can see these giant bodies in stasis. Their eyes are closed. They're standing. Their bodies are relaxed. And clearly they've been basically frozen for the last thousand years. As you but look, on one side, nine, and then on the other side, five. And then at the very end, you clearly can see where three have been, basically, the ice has been, like, shattered and, and torn out. And as you look in that area, you see remnants of tools, you see remnants of this black powder, and you vaguely remember, I think it was Thadrock that mentioned it, mentioned that... I can't remember who told you. That was the lady to her. Bellinora? Yeah. Yeah. So you remember them talking about, the dwarves talking about that Stag had this experimental explosive that they've been practicing. And you're guessing that's what's been rocking the earth. And only at night. Some nighttime creatures were here and they got three of these giants out. And it might be Stag. Or they might have come from Stag. Are we in Stag now? You don't actually know. Okay. You don't know, because the mountain range is goes between the two. Yeah. Oh my good, and it's daytime. What time of day is it right now? What time? It's probably like 10 a.m. Okay, okay, good. This is where they're coming and doing all the explosions. Yeah. We're going to see them at night when they come. Here, we got what do we do? They're coming to get giants out. <gasps> Maybe they're making bad giants like Argrath. Do you think army. we could cast Protect Against Good and Evil on all of the remaining giants? Can't we just kill them when they show up? Should we f- try to free these giants? It might be hard if they're using explosions. I can do it. Pretty Do sure. you really need external explosions, Duffy? I feel like you're just an atomic bomb in a very small form. <laughs> Not that Sam knows what an atomic bomb is, but... I think I could cast Shatter and see if that works. Yeah. But we're not gonna kill what's inside, are we? 
They were using explosions to get them out. Well, okay. I've got a can fire I... cantrip. I can just try to melt it. Or are they killing the giants? No, because then they would have no, to. No, because then the bodies the would be here. Yeah. Yeah. Can I look at the tools yeah. and see if they look like like I stole that one day or the we stole the bunch of daggers from Azar's people. Can we see if the tools look like those weapons or anything? These tools look pretty mundane, like mining chisels, axes. The only thing that that you aren't familiar with is the black powder that you can see, just like little bits of residue in the space. So whatever they bring to do the explosions is not left there. They obviously take it back with them, but they've left their tools here. But they have Can they take some tools? of the residue? Yeah. Sorry, what did you say, dear? They have chiseling, their chiseling tools there. Yeah. And then like the black powder, where is it? You see some scorch marks along part of the rock, like on the, at the top. But for the most part, a good chunk of the ice has been melted. So you're not entirely sure where they might've been blasting. Yeah, can I take like a, I don't know, I guess a little container from my herbalism kit and like scrape as much absolutely. of the powder into it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I have a vial of gunpowder. I have a pickaxe, so I'll take it out of my pack. I'll be like, all right, should I just, I'm going to start chipping away at this guy here and we'll see if I can, you know, we'll get a start. And then maybe you can, if there's a hole in it, maybe shatter will work better to get him out of the ice. Is that um, how it works? Or do you just want to try I, it first? I think I... The only thing I'm worried about are avalanches, but if they've been doing explosions down here this whole time, we're probably going to be safe. You think? What do yeah. you guys think? I really have yeah. nothing that can help with this, so I'd like to search around the surrounding area and see what I can find. The ice is melted as well. Mm, so I do, do I have... melt it or blow it up? I have flame blade. We can try blowing up one and I can try using flame blade to cut through another one. What do you guys think? Or I use flame ba blade to cut out a opening and then you blow up inside the opening and then it's closer to the source. <laughs> Maybe Giants without are pretty tough, the giants. Right? Yeah, yeah they're pretty. I have healing powers. Okay, I think I'm just going to cast Shatter. Are the diamonds close by? Because I did see, I saw the path that the diamonds went to, but they're you elsewhere. Didn't, yeah, you didn't really see a direct path. It almost blew through the wall. And then it just, you just know that it was more, it was back toward Dorman. And so you're guessing either it's an untapped area or maybe something close, close-ish to that, to that space. That's the, oh, that's the other thing. If we have to cast Greater Restore on the Giants, we're going to need those diamonds. Right. If they need Greater Restoration cast on them. Okay. Should I try to break the ice? What do you guys think? How do you want to break the ice? I was going to cast Shatter at the ice. Okay. Should Trust I do games. it? Trust games. Trust all. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna cast it at second level, so it's like the lowest one I have to see how it goes. And away from the giants here. Yeah. <laughs> Get in front of it and cast it. You only come up to like less than it. 
their knees probably anyway. You're like so. at their big toe, man. They're giants. Yeah, you're just kneecapping them. It's fine. We can heal that. It's we can fix that. Roll okay. damage. Roll damage. Okay. <laughs> Nine. So you cast shatter, and you put your as you put your hand on the glass, that sonic kind of wave go into the ice and you start to see a crackling on the surface, but it doesn't seem to be making that big of an impact. It's just like a, it's almost like a, it almost looks like a broken windshield, I think. So it just makes these cracks. You're guessing that over time, you could probably break through the layers with shatter, but it will take time. Argrath, hit this with, with one of your weapons. Yeah. Right here where it's cracked. Sure. I'll... Not the ice one. Not the ice one. <laughs> I'll use my miner's pickaxe. It's no, you need something with more impact. Not Do you more have stabbing. a hammer? Uh, I got the cool ice axe that you guys said not to use. But yes. I do have just... I do have mine splitter still. I can use that. Try it. Let's see what happens. All right, let's do it. Okay. Roll damage. Rolling damage. 12 damage. Okay. So you take your axe and you give it a good swing and it hits the cracks and you start to see pieces of it fall and your axe embeds a little bit, but because of the thickness of the ice, that is just going to take you time, which is probably why it's been months to get those three <laughs> out of the ice. I know I'm trying to look for a magical shortcut. Nimue, as you search around, are you looking outside of the cavern or are you looking specifically in the cavern? In the cavern to start. Okay. So other than the tools and stuff that you find, again, you go by and you see these frozen bodies and you actually realize, and it took you a minute to realize because the because of the size differential, everything looks big here, but a number of them are children. So they are child, they have childlike features compared to the other ones that are much, that are much smaller. So whatever this community was, it was not, it did not care that if they were adults or children, that they all came and they were all basically put to rest in this spot. So, um, as, but, but are they all children or are some of them children no. or some of them adults? Yeah. So there's a blend of adults and children, five, five, five children that are still, that are locked in the ice. We're trying to bust open a kid or an adult. I'll say an adult. I say you chose an adult. <laughs> You're like, this guy's big. <laughs> Is there anything else I see? Not in the cavern, other than, again, those that area where you found the tools and stuff. Do you want to go back up the stairs? Yeah. Yeah, I want to go explore outside of the cavern. Okay. So you, you actually find... There's the stairs that you came down, and then you actually find that there's another set of stairs on the opposite side of this big cavern that also lead up so you follow those stairs back up and as you're going you actually notice footprints going up stairs and again it like spirals around and eventually you're back on another plateau and you are watching these steps and you see them head toward the edge and then about maybe five ten feet before the edge they just disappear how big are they the steps or the footprints? The, the footprints. Yeah, just disappear. Yeah. You, they're human-sized. It's portals. It's portals. They're portaling it. It's Azar. 
SR is do I sense possessing giants. Not at this moment, no. Oh, well, there's an answer that means it's Hornels. Uh, okay. We're gonna have to deal with possessed giants. We better wake these giants up to help us out, man. Alrighty, Nimue is sufficiently freaked out. Uh, is there, I do mean, I see five anything else up on this plateau? Um, you you continue to go to the edge, and you see there's a pathway that kind of goes starts going down uh, the mountain and into like a little kind of valley. It's still in the mountains, but it, it, there's like a bit of a clearing. You can actually see like a little lake uh, down there. But a lot of the path has actually been covered with snow again. So you're guessing there is a ton of avalanches in this area. So a lot of it is snow covered now. All right. And I don't see any other towns. Nope. No. It is really peaceful and beautiful <laughs> on this vista. <laughs> and that just makes Nimue even more freaked out. So she promptly turns around and heads back downstairs to let them know what she's what she's found. She just goes downstairs and says, guys, we have a problem. Uh, the, I was following some footprints and they just suddenly stopped, just vanished, as if maybe they went into a portal. Uh, also, you said some of these were children. Yeah. Do we want to expose children to evil well possessed. if we don't save them they're going to get exposed anyway yeah i think we should okay. figure out how to get these kids out super fast you have fireball right let's go with fireball i was trying to think of if there was a way that we can melt the ice faster because fireball because i have firewall which keeps oh. going for a bit oh that's smart couldn't we put it... And you it... could turn it... Could you do it like a horseshoe again, except pointed outwards? Yeah, that's a good idea. Wall of fire. Lasts only for a minute. I do have Unless flame blade. Unless you start fighting, it'll feel longer, but it's a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I do have oh. flame blade, and that lasts an hour. So if you can at least melt it a bit, then it might be easier for me to start cutting through... Because mine will probably act like a lightsaber and do the whoop, cut shapes out. That'd be pretty cool, actually. And it's yeah. an hour for you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's concentration for an hour. Cut out like gingerbread men shape. Around. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, sorry, 10 minutes. But if you like, if you use firewall and melt most of the ice away and then I gingerbread man them out of there, it would be easier for, because I would have less ice to deal with. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna so many spells. In the legends about giants, how friendly are they? Like, I know they're guardians of Amari, but do well, they no, so no. They claim tendency to be friendly? Yeah, they are protectors of the little people. Okay. Us giants. Supposedly. Are. Azar created his own giants that were terrible and ruthless and killing machines. But <laughs> so, what if he's taking specify. these giants and turning them into those his giants? I'm assuming yeah, since bad. frost giants are good ones, they're like flame giants or something like that. Or See, just I think the same thing. Night giants. How big is this area that we're in? How how big is it? 
It's about 320 feet wow. lengthwise, and between, and there's probably about 20 feet between each side of the ice. <sighs> so between each ice wall. I'm tempted to just shoot my awaken arrow at the ice. Oh my Could god! That just, Would I that don't turn it into an ice elemental? Would that make a monster for us to fight? Would that waken the giant? Would it make the ice get off of the giant to Let's attack us? Out. So the giant is there and we're just fighting this giant ice monster? Will the ice monster be friendly? There are so many options. Yeah, there might really? be a little too many questions the for that one. was like, child, maybe the ice would be like... Baker? You can like spit <laughs> Yeah, we might have an ice friend. There's a very real possibility that if we're nice to the ice, it'll be nice to us. We do have a water friend. We just start collecting all the friends. Hold on though. Are you can you awaken ice? Is that something you actually can do? I think I think the awaken spell will work on that. I'd have to like double check. Because I know you can awaken a tree, but that is a living creature. But if awaken, ice like, elementals exist, we don't want to awaken the mountain. We don't want to deal with a mountain mimic. That no. one's off the table. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> There's so many questions with that one. Yeah, maybe we'll shelve that one for if we get really desperate and need to cause chaos. We'll get you that'll to be, awaken the ice. That'll be plan like E or yeah, something. That's if everything's going to hell. We shoot the ice and see what happens. We all die. <laughs> swallowed by ice. <laughs> Better be than being damage, swallowed right? by the... If we get attacked by a bunch of monsters through a portal that are blo that now have gunpowder, I'm going to awaken the ice. Yeah, and right. one of two things will happen. Either we will get an enemy or we will create something that will attack everybody. Wait, if see, can you control water? I can control... Can I destroy ice? One minute. That is such oh a good- Oh my god, can you do it? <laughs> I don't know. I can destroy up to 10 gallons of water. water or fog. It says water or fog. Does that count? Okay, time for Google. I think that's more of a Brie question. Yeah, because ice literally is water in a different I know. form. But it does, oh it will, it specifies water and fog specifically. It's not rain. Not, yeah, that's not, weird. like I can make, I can turn it into rain if I'm creating water, but for destroying water, it just says I can destroy up to oh however God. many gallons of water in you an open like, container. Yeah, but we could make like a crack in the ice. You could put water in it and force the ice to break, couldn't you? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I could know. also use the flame blade, and that might take faster. Might take us a while. I think you could blow it up. If we force enough water and ice cracks, I think you could blow it up. So yeah. Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do I have? I can also control water. That's what I mean! If you can control the ice, you can just get them to, like, it to fall. Okay. Controlling water is different from creating and destroying water. And controlling water, but it says freestanding water. I can yeah, control any freestanding That's water. what ice is! Which snow and ice is. Okay. And I'm just- Inside an I'm area. Just looking. Okay. Because control water is inside a cube up to 100 feet on a side. So it's a much bigger area. 
I can make it flood. I can make it move apart and create a trench. I can redirect flow. Or I can whirlpool it. Yeah, so what I would say is you okay. could use create and destroy water and basically what you would be doing is that you would be turning the ice to water to vapor to disappear to okay okay that one is if i cast it at fifth level and then i have no more fifth level slots that's an area of 50 feet whereas controlling water which i can i can part water that's up to a hundred feet do it, Noah. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> and that one's fourth level spell, so I'm not wasting my last, or not wasting, but I'm not using up my last fifth level spell in case we need to fight a giant battle. I don't want to fight a giant, guys. Me neither. It's coming. Nah, we're fine. If you, if Bree says you can't do the ice, you could even. Like, what temperature is the water? Can you make it? doesn't any say. Temperature? If I create water, I could maybe do any temperature? It doesn't say. I'd say it'd be like. It'd it's be just like clean water. Clean. It'd be like. It couldn't like be boiling because then it's evaporating, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like room temperature water. Yeah, so yeah. that's like melt. That would melt ice. That would be really slow. Have it, it would just be over it. Yeah, it would take a really long yeah. time, is the problem. No, I would say with. Create and destroy water. Okay. You, because it basically has to go from ice to water to, to vapor to destroy it. Because of that extra step, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually limit it to. If I cast it at fifth level, yeah. just as is, it I gives would, me a fifty foot. Yeah. Area. So I would say twenty five feet. I would okay. say it would half it because it takes that extra, extra bit of power to get through the stages of the water. So that's one giant, right? Or is it? Would it hit um, two if they're like twenty feet apart from each other? You would get one in a bit. One in a bit. Yeah. Should we try it? Then we would at least have one giant with yeah. us. Yeah, I think you should. Totally also, try it. if we free a giant and they're good to go, the giant can probably crack open everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, they could probably coffin. help us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you guys speak giant, right? No. You guys know what to do when it comes I can out. understand it, but no. I can't speak it. No, do you speak I... giant or graph? Yeah. Okay. Like the natural tongue. It's. I'm surprised oh, yeah. Amber yeah, doesn't would know talk that. to us in giant because <laughs> that was her first creation. It's She probably is translating for us to, from giant when she summons us. Because giants are first, and I speak giant. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this well, isn't you're gonna going to go to his head at all. Later. <laughs> Sorry. And hopefully not a negotiator. Hopefully they just like us immediately. Okay. I'm going to cast at fifth level so I can do one giant in a bit. Okay. Destroy water. Alright, so you. I need a few grains of sand, which I assume I have. Yeah. That'd be easy in your world. <laughs> so you. you yeah. <laughs> so you put your hand against the ice and you start to cast the spell. And through the ice, veins of water moving through them and eventually 
you see the ice start to drip as it's melting and melting and very rapidly where your hand is holding you actually keep pushing it forward and the ice is slowly melting and evaporating as you continue to go through and at first you see the hand come out and then it starts to go in the rest of the arm and then eventually it hits the torso and the head and you keep pushing that wall of ice back and you then freed one of them and the body slumps to the ground unconscious <laughs> and you guys actually have to back up because it like almost slides and takes up the length of the hall that you're in I just Care thought wounds. of some. Care wounds. also yeah I will cast healing spells as I'm doing the healing spell cast do we want to maybe what's your illusion spell Dovey minor illusion probably not big enough then because I was thinking, do we want to try pretending like there is one, like we weren't here at all, and cast the giant illusion to just be there, and then we hide and see what they're up to? I can only do four feet. Yeah, <laughs> so that's not gonna work. <laughs> the giant is half rendered in. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. It just has a buffering spiral in the front of it. <laughs> I'm for the healing I'm gonna cast healing sprite at fourth level and summon chicken wing. I almost said cookie is the angry one. <laughs> the cookie comes out and stabs it to death. Yeah. <laughs> I'll finish it off, master. <laughs> I got you. Meow. So chicken wing's gonna come, come out with her cure wounds for like super <laughs> basic, like one d eight cure wounds. <laughs> <laughs> So Chicken Wing appears in his platinum armor, or it's platinum armor, and you direct them to the body of the giant, and Chicken Wing kind of gets down, almost like does a little medicine check, looks, listens for the pulse, <laughs> uh, checks for the breathing, and then you see them pour the healing magic into the body of the giant. It takes a couple seconds, and eventually you hear... <gasps> coming from the body and you start to see like fingers moving but their eyes are still closed so it looks like they're still in a state of torpor. Oh, we're gonna need greater restoration aren't we? So the giant's slumped down, right? Can I like get close, as close to its face as I can? Yeah. So I'm gonna check for the medallion. No. No. And in giant, I'm gonna yell wake up. <laughs> Nothing happens. Oh, our grass voice does not have greater restoration in it. Hey, should I try giving him like a slap a little bit on the face? See if that does it. It's time to wake up a little bit. What's that? I think it might need some time to wake up. He's been sleeping long enough. Nimway, awaken. <laughs> As you guys are talking and doing that, you can hear like a out of the mouth okay. of the giant. I think it is just sleeping. Is do there a wake up do spell? Food, do we have food on us? We have oh. some of that cave fisher meat. I'm gonna take it out and I'm gonna think about Argrath and I'm gonna put it <laughs> by its nose. Yeah. So you put it by its nose and it, you're, there's like a point where you're about to give up hope and you start to see and the eyes start to flutter 
and you see these ice blue pupils as the eyes open that match our graphs. And it's like grabs whatever's in front of him and just shoves it <laughs> in his mouth. <laughs> Back up. And he starts to look around and starts to sit up and then immediately throws up on at your guys' feet. Throws up. Oh. Not on us, but just Not on you. Just like, <laughs> so you can see the meat kind of get regurgitated back. And we're going to stop there for the night. To listen to the continuing adventures of Argrath, Dovey, Nimue, and Sam, make sure to follow Bad Rolls, Worst Decisions on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast provider. You can also follow us on Instagram at brwdpodcast, all one word, or visit our new website, brwdpodcast.com. Until next time, bad rollers.